0: During the American Civil War, there was a soldier who'd lost his brother and his dad, all on the same day. He wanted to go and see the President. He wanted to go and plead his case, and he was given a pass to do so. So he went to the White House, but as he arrived, the duty guard looked down his nose at him and said, You can't see the President. Don't you know there's a war going on? The president is very, very busy. Now go on, son, get yourself back to the battle lines where you belong. Sad, dejected, feeling disheartened to say the very least, the soldier sat on a bench, not far from the White House, and cried. As he opened his eyes, noticed a boy was sitting next to him and the lad said to him soldier you look unhappy what's wrong the soldier looked at the boy and began to spill his heart out he told of his father and his brother being killed in the war and of the desperate situation at home where his mother and his sister had nobody to help them run the family farm the boy listened and when the soldier had finished he said I can help you, soldier. He took him by the hand. He led him back to the front of the White House. But apparently something was wrong with the guard now because they weren't stopped. After they got inside, they walked past generals and other high-ranking officials, and no one said a word. They reached the Oval Office where the president was busy working, and this boy didn't even knock on the door. He walked right in and led the soldier in with him. There behind the desk, Abraham Lincoln and the Secretary of State were looking over battle plans. The President looked at the boy and then at the soldier and said, Good afternoon, Todd. Can you introduce me to your friend? Todd Lincoln, the son of the President, said, Daddy, this soldier needs to talk to you. The soldier pled his case before Mr Lincoln and right then and there he received the exemption that he required. Imagine if we could find a Todd who would give us access to the Prime Minister. Well we'll have some free school meals please Mr Prime Minister and actually while you're at it we'll have some affordable renewable energy or even Imagine if we could find a toddler who would give us access to the head teacher here in this school. Could you just build us a little cupboard about there that we could keep coffee and juice and donuts and maybe a cross and some communion gear in? If we could get access to the people with the power, then we could really get things moving, right? But sadly, in the normal way of things, ordinary people are kept at arm's length. You've got to be important. You've got to be approved to access the White House or the Prime Minister. But in our passage, God turns our thinking upside down. Jesus is not just the son of a president. Jesus doesn't just take us by the hand and let us have a quick visit to the heavenly equivalent of the White House so that we can get a quick need met. He does way, way more. Jesus is God. Jesus is the full representation of the Father. Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And that's the incredible Jesus we've just had Christmas. That's the incredible Jesus that we've just celebrated coming here. Holy and pure. God came and lived among us and that alone is enough to get our emotions to rise but in our passage today we see something so abnormal so unworldly that we could miss it don't miss it don't miss the incredible impact of jesus baptism I painted you a quick picture. The crowds were coming to John in the desert and he was saying, repent, turn from your sins, for the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. And they lined up to be baptized by him, not the Christian baptism we know that was commanded by Jesus, but a baptism showing their decision to turn from wrong and to turn towards God. John was doing a brilliant job preparing the way for Jesus. But then Jesus came and joined the line. The all-important one came and lined up with the ordinary folk. And if we flick back to our Bible text, John is horrified. No way, he says. I need to be baptised by you. And we'd agree, right? John isn't wrong. Holy and pure. Jesus has done nothing wrong. Jesus is the one person on the whole planet who has absolutely no need of John's baptism. But Jesus pushes John. This is the way it must be. Do this to fulfil all righteousness. So John goes ahead and baptises him. And that's when it all erupts. The Spirit of God comes on him like a dove. That extraordinary voice from heaven, I'll see if I can do it for you, are you ready? This is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. It must have been amazing. But let's not miss the most incredible part. The part where the important one came and queued up with the ordinary people and received the baptism of the ordinary, sinful people. I've created a quick chart for you this morning to help analyse this. Who was it who needed John's baptism so that they could turn from their wrongdoing? Well, that would be all the people, every person on the planet. And of course, then the question of the other circle... Who was holy? Who was blameless? Who was unstained by sin? I'm going to need that louder. Jesus. Jesus. He intentionally took part in a baptism that he did not need. A baptism everyone else needed. And in doing that, he associates himself with every human being ever born. He takes our place. He takes our shame, living our life, and ultimately dying our death. Jesus is the great leveller. Because suddenly... Nobody is excluded. Nobody is different or left out. Everybody is included. We're really not talking about a quick trip to the White House here. This is so much more than that. Everybody has full and complete access access to forgiveness access to Jesus' righteousness, and access to God. Everybody is included. And if you receive our emails, then our church vision will have landed in your mailbox earlier this week, looking a lot like this. And in response to today's text, I want to zoom into that chunk in the middle. It says this, we are a joyful and friendly church where everybody is welcome, just as you are to be part of the St Mark's family. A family where everybody is valued. Jesus really is the great leveller. He set the standard that every person on this planet, every one of us, everyone out there, is worth his life. He joined the queue and turned from sin he hadn't committed, as us and for us. Just imagine for a moment a community where everyone is valued equally where there are no important people and no unimportant people. Where every person is valued at the highest level. Valued like Jesus. Valued as Jesus. Valued for Jesus. And that's why we've set a huge goal for ourselves. We aim to love Without judgment, to serve without status and to see everyone transformed by God's love and truth. Myself and the ministry leadership team we invite you to join us in this because We don't want to just dream about a community that looks like that. We want to be right at the forefront of seeing it be a reality here in Highwoods, seeing it be a reality right here in our gatherings. This is what we want to become and we invite you to be a part of it. Let's pray. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you that we've been able to sing that you are with us. And we thank you for the great truth in Jesus' baptism, that your Son came and aligned himself with every person on this planet, As we continue to gather as your church, we invite you, Holy Spirit, to work in our hearts and our minds. To live as Jesus lived and to love as Jesus loved. And so we invite you now, come Holy Spirit, minister to each one of us in your power. Amen.